Welcome into the Phoenix Sports Podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a five-star review. I'm Cherson Soussel. She's Michaela Perkins. Welcome into another episode of TPSP. And looks a little bit different. We've got a new sponsor, Four Peaks. Hey! Heck yeah, thrilled <laughs> to be partnered with Four Peaks. Michaela and I had was part, and the rest of the gang uh, here at PHNX were a part of a tour. We got to taste their beers. We got to tour the brewery out in Tempe. And uh, we just could not be more excited to be partnering with them. And uh, we, we also in fitting fashion. I mean, it's Friday, isn't it? Cracking open a beer for the show. Sean, why don't we, why don't we just bring you in now? Everybody want to do one big cheers to start the, start the weekend I, off? I have to crack mine open still. Hold on. Okay. Oh, oh, oh it's a process. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Which one is that? This is the kilt lifter. Okay. The, the Scottish style Amber Ale, multi toasted and love it says, and you can taste the love in it. It's very good. <laughs> Max what got a peach ale. I don't know if she's uh, with us or not, but I've got a hazy. And uh, let's cheers to a good show, guys. Yes. Cheers. Mackie, I don't know Ooh. if you know this, but um, you're you're cutting out. So hopefully we'll have you for the whole show. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, gosh. Not, not the you're, bad Wi-Fi. You're freezing <laughs> up right. a little bit on us. <laughs> Exposing myself with uh, my tragic Wi-Fi at my apartment complex. <laughs> Enjoy your beer. That's good. That is good. I have the the peach golden ale. Oh my God. Literally my favorite besides the hazy. You're drinking my other favorite. The hazy IPA, peach golden ale. So good. The hazy is my favorite. Um, So thrilled that we finally got to announce this partnership. So thrilled. Um, As always, when it comes to Four Peaks or any alcoholic beverage for that matter, you must be 21 or older to consume and please enjoy responsibly. Speaking of Four Peaks, we are going to be having our NHL draft watch party out at the Four Peaks Brewery in Tempe on July 7th at 4 p.m. And we are so freaking stoked. It's going to be our first ever official event at the Four Peaks Brewery. It's right in the middle of Tempe, like two minutes from ASU. So we hope to see you out there. There'll be more information on how to get tickets, RSVP, all that good stuff over on um, our Twitter account at PHNX underscore sports and at PHNX underscore coyotes. Make sure you RSVP and come out to that because like I said, it's our first event at the Four Peaks Brewery and we are super stoked and we hope to see you there. Also, I just commented in the chat as PHNX, I thought it was as myself, saying that your Wi-Fi needs to sober up. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess Charles wow. Woodall Pike said that uh, your Wi-Fi had too many four peaks to start. So yes. thank you, everybody who's already joining in, wishing us a happy Friday. Happy Friday to all of you guys. Uh, happy to see all of you. Of course, we consider you family. Chris, Isaiah, welcome in. Happy to have you. Woo, got the whole squad here. <laughs> all right, how about let's get the show on the road with our first segment, It's Highs and Lows. Usually the music would play here, but because we're doing a virtual show, we don't have that. So just in your imagination, use your thinking caps and pretend that there's really fun music happening right now. (laughs) And uh, yeah, let's get started with our highs and lows segment. I'm super excited. This is one of my favorite segments. We haven't done it yet on the show. For those of you who are new to the Phoenix Sports Podcast, we basically go through our highs and lows from the Arizona sports world of this week. I'm going to get things started with my high because I think you should always start off on a positive and I have to start, obviously we all know I'm a baseball girl. I have to start with the most epic thing I saw this past week, which was Alec Thomas absolutely literally destroying Joey Votto in their series oh. Um, He robbed Joey Votto not only of a home run, and he only didn't rob him once. He robbed him twice, and he did it in the most epic fashion possible. This happened in the bottom of the first inning. Joey Votto stepped up to the plate, and... I think in any other situation, this would have been a home run, but Alec Thomas has like superhero like capabilities because I could never have made that play. Um, But he literally had to reach back behind the fence to grab that ball and he snagged it out of the air like Superman and just completely robbed Joey Votto of a home yeah, run. Freaking I thought that was epic. Highway robbery times two, like 
I don't know how you recover after that. Like, I think you just say, you know, I'm going to take myself out of the game at this point. <laughs> yeah. If I was Joey Votto, especially after the second time, I think the second time he only robbed, like, a, it would have been like a single, but I mean, still, he would have gotten a so, I think yeah. after the second time, I've been like, I'm done. I'm done for the day. Take me out of the lineup. Put somebody else in there. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll try again next game. We'll try again. But uh, now I'm going to I'm just going to go ahead and head home. Thank you. Thank you for having me. But goodbye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my attitude. That's what have been my attitude, too. But uh, thankfully, the Diamondbacks did win that game. They split the series with Cincinnati, which I would have preferred them sweep the series, especially because Cincinnati is the worst team in Major League Baseball. But when it comes to Diamondbacks, I think we're in a place where you just take what you can get at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Listen, I'm all for that too. Like, I don't even feel bad about like the Diamondback season or anything. Like, I'm I'm like thrilled for the way that they've played so far and giving us some highlight moments along the way. Like, I will totally celebrate those. Yeah, uh, Joey Votto, Alec Thomas has your number, so don't try it, buddy. Just don't even try. <laughs> all right, should um, I start off with my high then? Yeah, absolutely. Let's get into okay. it. All right, so my high is we are getting back to getting DJ Humphreys talking with the media. The dude has never disappointed his entire tenure here in Arizona. He's one of the go-to guys for for media to talk with because he'll always shoot it straight, and he's funny as hell. So we got a taste of that again at, uh, after the offseason here during OTAs. So, uh, you know, first off, he had a lot of good bites, but he wanted to make sure that he addressed all the Kyler talk and whether or not he's the future of the Cardinals or going to be here, going to even be the, the quarterback this year, et cetera. Uh, and he had a classic response. I support my guy all the way, though. That's that's my quarterback. I, heard, I saw a quote the other day that was like, have you seen the, the organization? Before he got here, and I mean, I was here with Carson, so obviously, I seen greatness. But I mean, that's that statement is not a lie. If you think that Car- Kyler is not our future, you are a plum fool. I say that again. If you think that he's not our future, you are absolutely. You need to slow down on the drinking in the daytime. <laughs> not just a regular fool, a plum fool. <laughs> I love that. I haven't yeah, I- called someone a plum fool in like since eighteen hundreds. <laughs> I didn't, I've never used that phrase in my entire life, but it also makes you want to be like, oh, uh, what? Stop the day drinking. <laughs> understood. <laughs> understood. <laughs> We're not day drinking over here. <laughs> um, and then another comment that he made was he was at the podium when he found out that JJ Watt and his wife are expecting their first child. And once again, his response to that, absolutely gold. JJ put out there on social media that he's about to become a father for the first time. You're going to give him any advice? on Oh my God. Is this a real thing? JJ? Are you a dad? Dad! Papa! <laughs> bro, I got you, bro. I got a whole, I got a book written down. It's got a little blood, a little tears on there, but it's a handwritten book that's step for step for you, bro. I got you. Don't even worry about it. Get your, get your diaper cake and everything, bro. <laughs> that's awesome. Congratulations, bro. That's dope. DJ Humphreys more than I could possibly put into words. He gives the best quotes of all time when it comes to athletes. Just so good. <laughs> the the pure elation you could see it in his eyes when he like said that too. Oh my gosh, that was a classic. And just to see like how excited he was for a teammate though. Um, oh my goodness. But yeah, he's a soundbite mach- machine. Like he's, he's so good. I love DJ Humphreys. If there's like one guy we must protect at all costs, he would be right in that conversation. I love the guy. Yeah. DJ Humphreys is a 10 out of 10 human being. I don't think you could ask for a better person on your team. Like the personality is over the top with that one. And I love it. But I also loved how he offered JJ Watt, like his parenting book. I think the sentiment is so sweet, but I don't know about you, but I would never take parenting advice from TJ Humphreys. 
I don't know. I think DJ Humphreys is is like probably like a rock star dad. Like I feel like he'd be awesome. He was he also said he was gonna make him a uh, or get him a diaper cake, which is really funny. Which is like what you do at like baby showers or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the whole thing, the whole thing is just funny. Uh, JJ also had a funny response where he was just like, "He's not giving me that book and like whatever." But that's the stuff I live for. That's the off season stuff that I want to see and want to talk about. Yeah, off-season content is elite when it comes to the NFL because it's really hard for them to have their personalities during the season, I feel like. So the off-season is when they really shine, and I totally agree. The content is elite. Those are our highs for the week. I think we should mention some lows, and boy, do I have one. Uh, As we all know, the NBA Finals are going on right now, and the Boston Celtics did something really cool. They all wore short shirts in support of Brittany Griner, who has now been detained in Russia for over 100 days. And this is such a low for me because I honestly cannot believe that she is still there, that we are still having to worry about like her safety, her well-being, because she hasn't been brought home yet. Um, And it's something that is just overall very discouraging to me and something that I don't think is talked about enough by a lot of people, a lot of organizations. Um, and I'm just, I really want to see BG come home. And, you know, there was a lot of news surrounding this week after the Celtics wore that BG shirt. Um, the head coach, their the Mercury head coach, Vanessa Nygaard, commented and saying that, you know, they really would like people to speak up more, to speak out, to go out and support BG and to call on people to really like show their support and to put pressure on the people in power to bring BG home. And, um, you know, LeBron James even commented on getting BG home on Twitter. So um, I'm glad to see that there are more more people supporting BG, especially now that we know that she can have access to emails from her teammates that she can respond to, which is like a light in this like very dark, dark story. But I really would love to see more people talking about bringing BG home and really putting the pressure on our government and our officials to get this done, because I think it's ridiculous that she is still there. It is so crazy to me that one of the most incredible female athletes is, and also just an incredible human being. She's a wife, she's a daughter, she's you know, she's, she's important to so many people and she's still stuck there in Russia. And I'm just, I feel horrible. And my heart goes out to her and her family and everyone who knows her. Um, and I think it's just time to bring BG home. So I'm glad to see that there are people that are starting to call it out. And that is like a light in this darkness, but, um, I really want BG to come home. So that's my low for the week. I will say it's easier said than done when you're dealing with Russia but it is nice to see all the support at the same time. Um, and it's great that we're able to, like, I think at the beginning of this whole thing, it was like, no, don't, don't bring attention to it. Don't talk about it because we don't want to upset anybody over there. Um, and now like everybody's like, okay, like it's a go. Right. Like, and, and, and since then there's just been more and more and more, unfortunately we need to continue to talk about it. I continued to shed light and, um, I think the calling more so is it's is just on more people that have a platform. So like LeBron James, like that was great. Like, dude, dude's got a platform. He, he's also yeah. a billionaire. So uh, he's got influence in a lot of different um, realms. So it is definitely unfortunate and super sad. I totally agree with you. That's totally a low that at this point we're still talking about that um, and that she's still in. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable that she's still there and still potentially facing like 10 years in prison. Uh, unspeakable. Um, but yeah, so like any attention that we can possibly draw to it as well, like we're going to do. So we are, we are rooting for sure for her return. Yeah. Well, Milo is something that I also, it's definitely not in any way as tragic, but can't believe we're still talking about this and would like to honestly just move on from this conversation. And that is the sun's tanking, I guess, towards the end of the season here um, and, and, and getting steamrolled in the game seven of their series against Dallas. Um, I know we're not, we're a long ways away cause we're going to probably leading up to, um, next season is still going to be talking about it. But when you see stuff arise, like we saw this week about the COVID situation and, you know, the, the report from the athletic, I think it was, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but Sam Amick and Joe Varden that wrote this article, basically saying that 
um, six people, including one player, which I think I heard on the radio, maybe that that player was uh, Chris Paul, but I I didn't see it confirmed anywhere. Um, Tested positive late in the semis or the day after. So either late in the series or the day after um, and that they just went ahead and played through all of that. Um, and so then you have people kind of like twisting the story. So it just opens up the floodgates for people to go ahead and say like, oh, the Suns are just throwing stuff out there as excuses as if the Suns were the ones that leaked that information. Like it does no good. In fact, I, I just saw this morning that Gerald has an article up on gophnx.com that basically said, says the same thing. Like they didn't, they weren't going to gain anything from that information being released. Like nobody, no team wants to have that be their, like what they're known for towards the end of the season that they were dealing with COVID and that they didn't report it. Like that doesn't do anybody any good. So they've declined to comment. Um, and the NBA, I guess has said like, there's no evidence of it. Um, but yeah, so like, for instance, there was a guy, a reporter for the Dallas morning news that tweeted out, um, first it was Chris Paul had a quad injury. Now it's, there was a COVID outbreak. Soon we'll be reading that a plague of locusts descended on the sun's locker room before game seven. It's like, dude, first off it is what it is. And second off, the Suns are not the ones that like leaked this information. Um, and so like, I just hate that we're still, talking about this i hate that the suns are getting wrapped up in a negative light and a negative conversation it is what it is. it was like traumatizing enough to have to yeah. experience <laughs> the way that ended like i would just like to move on and not give people um fuel to like twist narratives even further when it comes to the suns team yeah it's to me it's very much giving beating a dead horse energy like we already suffered through them getting absolutely blown out in game seven like we all watched it we saw that they were not competitive they scored 27 points and a half like that is bad as bad can be so we all lived through that we get it like and I don't think the Suns are making excuses like everybody was like oh I can't wait to hear what injury they had like that happens with every team, every sport. Like as soon as they're out of the playoffs, you learn about the injuries that the players had because they were battling through them while they were in the yeah, playoffs. After that's the not, fact. Right. That's not like a rare occurrence. That happens every single time in every single sport. Like, don't come at me with me at me with that. And then, like you said, it's not like the Suns were the ones that released that COVID information. Like, obviously, the whole like however you handle it, like that is like a whole other debate. But I mean, come on, people. Like, give the Suns a break. Like, them losing that way in Game 7 was a punishment enough. Like, let's not drag them through the mud and try to make the situation, like, more, like, sad than it already is. Like, we all get it. They lost in Game 7. They're not making excuses, so why are you? Like, just let it go. Let it go. Be like Elsa. Let it go. <laughs> Mackie, I, I feel like you need a gummy after this conversation. Yeah, sis, let me tell you, I got them on standby. Um, OG's gummies are here for me because I am wound tight about this whole entire sun situation. And nothing helps me relax more than OG's gummies. You guys, I can't say enough good things about them. If you heard me on any podcast at any point, you know how much I love OG's gummies, especially this flavor. This is the orange creamsicle sativa 100 milligram option. They are to die for. They're so good. I love taking these right before bed. Well, these are sativa, so I take them throughout the day. I take the indica right before bed. Um, but they just came out with their microdose options. Um, they're also in this pack. I kind of combine them in one to save package to save space. But they just came out with their microdose op options. They're three milligrams each, so they're perfect for beginners. If you've never tried um, THC infused gummies and you want to start somewhere, I really recommend with the microdose options because they're perfect for beginners. They're only three milligrams per dose, so it's like a great way to like dip your toe in the water and try it out. And they also just released, I think, two days ago. Their new limited edition summer flavor, which is pina colada. <gasps> you guys, Ooh. so good. Pina colada gummies, mwah. can't recommend enough. I've already tried them because we kind of got like a little behind the scenes access. And they are probably my second favorite to the orange creamsicle. So go to your local dispensary, especially if you have a Kira Leaf by you. Pick up some OGs or you can head over to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands. Dot com to find an OG's retailer near you. Woo. 
So before we get into our next segment, also big fan of OGs as well, I must say. I, I think we all are, but um, it, there's nothing like it when it comes to, instead of, I've swapped it out, like instead of coming home after a long day and like grabbing a glass of wine, I'll just take like a microdose and it like does wonders. So um, big fan of OGs if you haven't tried them, um, but are looking for a way to just kind of like unwind or relax at the end of a day, like. I would highly suggest trying them. Uh, before we head into our next segment, um, Boosty says, did y'all see the bet made between Mikhail and the D-backs? I did not. Yo, I did you? Yeah. Oh, what is it? So Mikhail obviously is from Philly and he's a big Philly sports fan. Like all the Philly teams, he rides for them. And he tweeted something about how his ac- account used to be a Philadelphia Phillies like hype account. And then he quote tweeted it and said, let's bring this back. And if you didn't know, the Diamondbacks are literally playing the Philadelphia Phillies like right now. Their series started with them. And so the Diamondbacks obviously took that a little personally and was like, bro, what the heck? Like, this feels personal. So he replied back. He was like, I'm sorry. Like, it's not even personal. Like, you know, I still rock with you. Um, and the Diamondbacks made a bet that said if they win the series, Mikhail has to come to the ballpark wearing all Diamondbacks gear, but like a Diamondbacks uniform, pants, socks, cleats, jersey, hat, the whole thing. He has to come there. And then if the Phillies win, they're going to pick a day where they do a Mikhail Appreciation Day on their Twitter account for an entire game and do nothing but say nice things about Mikhail on their Twitter account. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. That is freaking hilarious. And Mikhail is not shy about going up against, obviously not the Suns, but like any other team here in the Valley. He's a Rams fan, wasn't afraid to talk crap to the Cardinals. Uh, Phillies fan, not afraid to talk crap to the D-backs, but he does it in like such a fun way. Um, and and even, you know, the the bet that he made with um, Cam, uh, why, Cam Johnson about yeah. uh, with the uh, who, which team was uh, going to, their college team was going to beat each other. And that's how we got the Cam's lemonade stand and stuff like that. Like, I love Mikhail for that because it makes it just fun. It's all in good fun, right? Like, I love it. Yeah, we've got DJ Humphreys as a great personality, and we also have Mikhail. We are blessed and highly favored here as sports fans. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Amen to that. <laughs> All right, let's move into our next segment, You, Me, or We. It's a segment where we take a situation, something that happened, and we decide whether it would be you, as in Michaela in this situation, would it be me, Um, or would it be the both of us that would be most likely to get themselves in that situation? So first up, uh, JJ Watt, unfortunately had a fight with a, uh, dummy bag. I'll call it, uh, out at, at practice. Uh, he was running drills out at OTAs and, uh, he got a little tripped up. So, uh, yes, here's the video and, um, oh, completely eats it. He was racing too. Like, I believe they were in a race because there was like cheers after all of that. And um, ate it in front of his teammates and ate it in front of all the cameras because like several people, like media people that were out there got footage of that, which I'm sure it's like pressure in practice. Like he doesn't have pressure to perform like, you know, like with his teammates, like he is JJ Watt, but like, hey, the cameras are on me. Like, okay, let's go. Let's get this drill. And uh, he freaking eats it <laughs> oh my but I also I will say though he ate it but he also sold it like he definitely flopped at the end there like there was oh some, like, yeah it's like turning like flopping all over the place that's a like, skill that's yeah. a skill yeah you should be a soccer player I heard they're I hear they're really good at that um, no it's, it's a skill to like take something embarrassing and turn it into something just funny and like Obviously, he has that skill because he could have been like just embarrassed, but instead he like rolls and like turns it into this whole thing. And like, I thought it was funny. All right. So you, me or we. I feel very strongly about this. I don't know if you feel the same. I feel like it would be a me thing because holy cow, am I so uncoordinated? If anybody, if either one of us were at practice trying to do this and we're going to eat shit, it would 100% be me because I don't have an athletic bone in my body. If my heart rate gets above like 80 beats per minute, I like want to pass out. So Well, I hate that for you, Michaela. Uh, I do think it would be we though because I I think uh, it's a combination. It would be your uncoordinatedness and 
my um desire to like show off for the cameras would get me in that situation like I totally would be like oh cameras are on me I'm gonna give you something good and then totally like eat shit and like just be laughed at so I think it's a wee thing we should know because you're so athletic and you're so like skilled and coordinated like I don't even think it, like you eating shit like that would not be remotely possible to me in my head in my fantasy Get yourself a friend and a co-host like Michaela is to me, because I think in her eyes, I'm like the strongest, most athletic, talented, like person that she's ever met. Like, at least that's what she presents to me. And like, I really appreciate that, Michaela. But I think sometimes you're like, sometimes your faith in me is like a little more than it should be. Well, hey, you always know I'm going to be your hype girl. Also, if you're in the comments, play along with us. Tell us in the comments if that's something that you would do or something that you definitely would not do. We love to read your comments. So let us know right now as we go along if that is something you would do or not. (laughs) Mark Graves, someone get JJ a walker. (laughs) Oh, poor guy. (laughs) I don't know if that's supposed to be an old joke or like like he broke his body joke. But anyway. (laughs) Is he that old? How old is JJ? He's in his 30s. I don't know. I guess that's kind of old for a football player. Well, I mean, I, the, the thing is, is he's like, he's had a lot of injuries and he's been playing in the league a long time, but uh, that was what all Pike says. I would 1000% wipe out and ham it up for the cameras. (laughs) Yeah. Selling it part to me was the best part of that. Yeah. totally sold that but I also think we should probably put JJ in some bubble wrap or something because we cannot let him get hurt anymore from this point forward so Cardinals coaches if you're listening to this go get some bubble wrap strap it on JJ and do not let that beautiful human being get hurt All right, so you, me, or we, and this is not a sports situation, but a situation that I think the entire world cares about. I don't care if you are into sports or not, if you're into pop culture or not, if you're a man, if you're a woman, who, who, everybody cares about this situation because everybody cares about Britney Spears. Uh, her and her husband, now husband, Sam Ashgari, I think is how I did. All I know is he's a very good looking man. So good for her. Uh, <laughs> um, they had, uh, their wedding. They just got married and, It was dramatically interrupted by her first husband, Jason Alexander, who showed up and tried to crash the event. Uh, Police were called, wrestled him to the ground. He was live streaming on Instagram. Um, I guess he told security that Brittany had invited him and that she was, quote, his first and only wife, which, by the way, side note, I didn't even know she was married to this guy. And I looked it up and it said, like, you you know, it has like the dates, like married from this date to this or like this year to this year. It was 2004 to 2004. So, like, obviously, that was a very quick marriage. And the fact that he months. Right. Less than a year. Yeah, absolutely. Kim Kardashian type of wedding. (laughs) Leave Kim alone. I actually love her. She's great. I love Kim. She has transformed herself into like this amazing woman. Anyway. All right. You, me, or we, uh, which is most likely to crash an ex's wedding? Oh, I don't know about you, but I am crazy. (laughs) I, I don't know. Okay. Actually, hold on. Let me rethink this. I don't really, I don't know if I would care enough. Like, I'm such like a vindictive type of person that like, if you like burn me, I'm like done. We're done. You're cut off. I don't have time for your apologies. I don't have time for second chances. Like, nope. One and done. Get out. Goodbye. So if you broke up, it's obviously for a reason. And I will do my best to just forget your entire existence ever happened. So I don't know if I would do it because I don't think I would care that much. Like, I, I know I almost, I almost feel like it should be you, me, or we, or neither, which obviously yeah. is not catchy. And that's why we don't have the segment, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, especially somebody that I was in a relationship with, like for that long, like, I don't think I would ever crash anybody's wedding. Like, I'm not that kind of human being and not that kind of crazy. So there is something like up with that guy, especially, especially the way that he came in saying like, Oh, she's my first and only wife. And like, dude, that was 2004. Married for less than a year. Are you okay, sir? 
like what is going on up there i like if something is going on i hope he gets the help he needs but you know you will never catch me begging for somebody back who has clearly moved on with their oh, life wait elizabeth says weren't they only married a few days is that <laughs> the case shut up now i have to look this up <laughs> oh, is that elizabeth? oh my god Anyway, we had to get this in because I don't care who you are. Like I said, I think this just this this matters to everybody because we all want to see her happy. She just got her freedom back. She's getting they were married. married for fifty five hours. <laughs> no wonder I didn't know about him. They got married in Vegas, and then the marriage got annulled. They were literally together for married for fifty five hours. Yes. Oh my God. That makes this story like with an extra layer of psycho. I have so many questions now. How do you get married for 55 hours, right? Hours? Yes. They're like just over two days. Yeah. Like two days. And then it got annulled. What is going on? That man is, that man is not well. There's just some things happening. Like he is not okay. Like (laughs) you will never catch me simping that hard for somebody I was married to for 55 hours. This is no Sim City, baby. Not happening. I need a not- beverage after that. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Not me. Sorry. All right. You, me, or we. Jay Crowder uh, tweeted out that he went for a morning run on the beach. Uh, no headphones, just waves. He had a hoodie on, sunglasses. And he heard groups of people yelling FJ Crowder chants with claps, smiles, and waves. Um He said, LOL, Miami, I love you. And we all know that he has the FJ Crowder shirt that he wore and has out. So uh, I love this. I love this about Jay Crowder. But you, me, or we, which would be most likely to embrace the hate like Jay Crowder? Oh, baby, give it to me. Give me the hate. There is no such thing as bad attention. Like, if you're hating me, I'm doing something right, okay? Because I'm making you mad one way or another, and I love that energy. Like, I love how Jay Crowder took Pelicans fans being so mad at him in the NBA playoffs and turned it into not only a profit, because Homeboy was selling t-shirts, but then just, like, completely embraced the entire FJ Crowder lifestyle. And he took something that could have been so negative and turned it into something so positive. And I absolutely love that for him. But also that is a hundred percent something I would do. Like, give it to me, give me the attention. I don't care what you think about me. If you're going to give me something to work with, I'm going to turn it into something that works for me. And I will live by that. (laughs) I think it's sort of a, we, I, in life, I would say me as an athlete, which I was like a high school athlete. So I'm not trying to like be like, oh, I'm some big athlete. Like I played softball in high school. You know what I mean? Like whatever. But like as an athlete, I ate that up. I loved it. And so if it were me as an athlete, that would be exactly how I would respond to hate. Now in life, in like my personal life, I definitely, somebody says something mean or doesn't like me in general, usually I take it to heart, which is not a great quality, but it's, I think this is more of a wee situation because I do have that personality um, where like I haters like bring it on and I will totally embrace it. All right. So we're going with we, I think so. All right. So we, you heard it here first. Anybody in the comments, do we get any, not me. I'm sensitive. I will cry. Oh, Giselle. Well, good thing, Giselle, you're the sweetest human being on the face of the planet. So nobody could ever say anything bad about you anyways. <laughs> don't give a reason to. <laughs> See, she's the hype girl. All right. Cheerston, are you excited to get a winner for the NBA finals to crown a champion? Uh, yeah, I am actually. I'm rooting for the C's all the way. Okay, so, so you're going Celtics? Yeah. I am too. I'm 100% rooting for the Celtics in these finals, and I hope they win. And if you want to put our money, your your money where our mouths are, you can do so by going over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, which is the official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make a five, like you will get five, you can place a $5 bet and get $150 in free bets instantly. That is like, I can't do math, but I think that's what, $145 profit? (laughs) 
take it. Um, wait, no, it'd be $155 if you win. Dude, don't ask me. Like, you should have told me you were going to do some. I could have checked you ahead of time. Like, do not ask me that. I can't do that. I'm so sorry. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters <laughs> is you can get five. If you place any $5 bet, you'll get $150 in free bets over at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday, you can um, do a same-game parlay this NBA season. A customer placed a $5 same-game parlay and won over $5,000. I'm not even going to try to do the math on that, but I think that's a huge profit. <laughs> you can create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more. And boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Make any $5 bet during the NBA Finals and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and up only, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. For details, um, Cheerson, I think I'm missing somebody, and it's been a while since we've heard from our darling, lovely producer, Sean. Sean, so I What's think we have to do a How we doing? called a producer decides. I feel like I have to sing because there's no music. <laughs> <laughs> you can sing, I enjoy it. All right, Sean, let us know what goes into producer decides, break it down for us. All right, pretty simple. I got three topics for you. You'll each get 90 seconds to plead your case. Um, three, like, debate-type topics that you can make a decision on. You get 90 seconds. After you each make your case, I'll choose a winner, give you a point. And after all three topics, there should be a winner. Um, unless you guys both suck and you tie. I don't know how that would happen. But um, it's pretty straightforward. Um, I'll hold up my little timer here. Um, but for the first topic been a recent uh, topic of conversation here in the Valley, something that we posted on our PHNX underscore sports Twitter account and our Instagram account. Um, two potential trade targets for the Phoenix Suns, Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard. Which one would you rather have on your team? Mac, I'll start with you. Your time starts right now. All right, this one is easy for me. I would so much rather have Dame on the Phoenix Suns. I think, first of all, he's a better culture fit. He's younger, so he fits in with the younger core better. He's also already been all over Twitter defending the Suns and the Suns players against the crazy-ass Patrick Beverly. So you already know he's going to vibe <laughs> with the players here in Arizona, which is a great thing. In my head, obviously, we already have point guards that are really talented, so it would have to be a trade that involved CP3. So you would have to get rid of CP3 in order to bring Dame here, which I'm fine with because I think Dame is more talented, he's younger, and I think he provides more for the Suns than CP3 can. CP3, I love you so much, but you're old. It's time for you to retire right off into the sunset. Thank you so much for your services. Give me Dame time. Like I said, the Suns, they'd be getting a younger point guard who can create his own shot. He's at like an elite level. Dame, he is a superstar who can shoot threes off the dribble, play make. And because he's slightly younger than CP3, the Suns would immediately have a larger title window. The downside, obviously, is Portland feels like unlikely to have any interest in training for CP3 because CP3 is old, like I said. So overall, I think Dame would be a terrific addition. Um, I don't know if it will ever happen, but if it did, give me Dame over KD any day. I will take it. Give me Dame. Dame time in the valley. Done. Oh, with time to spare. I like it. <laughs> All right. And Cheerson, I assume you're taking Kevin Durant in this situation. So uh, I, yeah. your time starts now. I'm picking the right answer to pick. Uh, this one was a no-brainer for me. The Suns don't need another star point guard. They don't need another ball handler. And I'm not willing to get rid of Chris Paul. Uh, there's obviously no need to have both of them. And Chris Paul right now is they're the team's leader and I'm not willing to get rid of him at the moment. He still has a lot left in the tank. Uh, and then you also have Booker. So what your, you know, your three stars wouldn't obviously be guards. So just throw that entire narrative out of the, not willing to part with CP and you're not going to have your three stars all be guards. So a guy like Kevin Durant is going to bring in a ton more versatility in the way that, you know, you can use him. 
uh, the way that you can game plan with him. Uh, you know, he handles the ball and he has the ability to score and get teammates involved, which is what the Suns need right now, especially to give, you know, CP some help in that regard as well. He's basically a guard except, Oh, by the way, he's seven feet tall. So I'm taking that offensive game any day. And he was also the Nets best uh, defender at one point too. So he's, you got me a two way player that can basically play offense like a guard, but he's seven feet tall. Oh, by the way, he's also won two championships. How many has Dame won? He's been there before. And a concern of mine at one point uh, would be whether he fits. Fuck. <laughs> oh. Okay. I say that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You can. Yeah. Do whatever you want. This is your show. Um, all right. You both made good arguments. I have. I have to admit. Um, but the thing is, is that the Suns team was good, but they hit another level with the addition of Chris Paul. And I'm not quite ready to say that Chris Paul's career is over just because he had a couple of games and you'd have to get rid of him in order to get Dame. I think KD is a better fit. He brings more attention to the Valley. uh, And I think this team deserves that attention. Um, So I have to give this point to Cheerston. I was trying to add in there. I was trying to add in there that I I didn't have time for it. But the fact that, and I said this before with a lot of super teams, you like wonder whether or not they're going to be like, like their personalities are going to fit together. But Monty coached him in OKC and he has a great relationship with Monty. And then he and Devin Booker won a gold medal together last year in the Olympics. So he, he already has ties to this team. And I think he actually would be a great fit, but like he also is very outspoken and and somewhat of a sensitive guy too. So like it makes you wonder, but I think this would be a great landing spot for him. Yeah, but yeah. if you get KD, you have to trade DA, and if you get Dame, you have to trade CP3. And I am a thousand times out of a thousand getting rid of CP3 before I get rid of DA. Why? And What's that going to do for you? That's not going to be a title team. DA is younger. His ceiling is. We don't even know how talented DA is yet. You're talking about Dame. Wait, Dame or DA? Who are you talking about? DA. I want to keep. I would keep DA over CP3 any any day. Okay. He's the first overall pick. He's a. They tried building a whole team around DA, and he has a way higher ceiling. And he's so much younger. If we had to get rid of one of those pieces, I'm getting rid of DA before I get rid of CP3. You want to win now, Michaela? Plus, plus, we don't know. Like DA is a lot better because of the presence of Chris Paul. If you don't have Chris Paul, you lose a lot of the the playmaking and facilitating on the offense. And I don't think anyone on that team looks as good as they do without Chris Paul. Again, this is assuming that Chris Paul can go back to, uh, what, 36-year-old Chris Paul and not 37 or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> but it, it's um, I think if, if I'm looking at it now, I have to assume he's going to play better than he did at the end of the playoffs. And I, ha- I have to go with KD. In the last thing I'll say, and then I'll rest my case forever – is I don't want to build a super team with old-ass people like the Lakers did and absolutely crash and burn. I want to set this team up for a perennial success that they're going to be contenders year after year after year. And I think Dame has a better chance of making them successful, a successful team year and year and year again instead of adding an old-ass Kevin Durant with an old-ass CP3. I'm done. I'm done. That's fair. And I have to say, Dame is probably my favorite player in the NBA that's not a Phoenix Sun. And you still um, didn't pick so, me? But I just think... If I'm if I'm trying to be a GM, trying to be unbiased, I have to go with. I have uh, to go with. KD. All right. Well, let us know in the comments who you would rather have on the Suns, Dame or KD, and let us know who you think won that debate too. Why leave out that cuss word? I can't believe I did that. <laughs> you were fired up. If you if if like when people are like that was a like a slip up like that slipped like that was not <laughs> intentional like oops sorry. Well, yeah. You should listen to the PHNX Sun Devil show, which we are live today at three. Um, there's a lot of slip ups, if that's what you <laughs> want to call it. So <laughs> it could get a lot worse. Um, all right. But topic number two, this is one of my favorite questions to ask people around the office. So I'm interested to hear your opinions. Um, obviously, our friends at DNVR, they have um, the Avs going to the finals. And I, I think they're probably going to end up winning that, those finals. <laughs> but um, we had the Suns in the finals two years ago. Obviously, they fell short this year. Um, but my question, and, and obviously the, the Cardinals were amazing for the first half of the year, and then you have two professional teams that aren't so great. Um, but my question to you is, which Arizona team 
and this could be college as well, but which Arizona team will be the next one to win a championship in their respective league? Um, since Kirsten, since you won the first the, the first round, I'll have you go first. Your time starts now. All right. I definitely don't need 90 seconds to make my case on this. It's to me, it's the Phoenix Suns. They went from making the finals one year to this year, setting a franchise record for most wins in a season. And obviously it, a lot is riding on how James Jones handles this DeAndre Aiden situation, but let's say you keep him around. They're, they're still going to be right back in the conversation. And let's say you make a trade to get better. Well, right back in the conversation, they have all the right people in, in the right places that starts with James Jones uh, then heads over to Monty Williams as their head coach. And then you've got the right pieces, including Chris Paul, a guy that sets helps set the culture for the Suns. Um, and obviously the talent speaks for itself. So the Suns have been the closest team. Uh, they've been in the conversation for the last two years. And I think for sure, at least this next year, they're going to be right back in that conversation. Oh, wow. With 37 seconds to spare. Damn. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mac. Um, you're up. You you have 90 seconds, so you don't have to finish it in a minute. Um, but your time starts right now. All right. For the sake of argument, I'm going to pick a team other than the Suns just to make this a little bit more interesting. And I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I know everybody is thinking that's kind of a hot take considering they haven't even won a playoff game yet with Kyler Murray. And trust me, I get it. But I have full 1000% confidence that Kyler Murray is a championship caliber quarterback and the Cardinals, they need to capitalize on that. The fact that they have him on the team, Kyler Murray has the ability to elevate a bad team. There is no other team in Arizona that has a player that can do that. Like Kyler Murray can in the NFL, you need a quarterback. The NFL is a quarterback's league. And if you don't have one, you can't be successful. And Kyler Murray is going to be a successful quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals when it's all said and done. They need a they need K1 to have every throw that they can in the playoffs, and he has elite athleticism. The Cardinals have that number one box checked, which is the most important box to have. If you don't have a quarterback, you don't have a team, and they have one in Kyler Murray who's extremely talented, and uh, I think he's just getting started. You know, He has another gear that I don't even think we've seen yet. He has already, he's already in the preseason conversation for MVP and he hasn't been passed up like other people have, <coughs> Devin Booker. Um, so I think we haven't even seen the best of Kyler Murray yet. The best is yet to come for him. And that's why I think if the Cardinals can put the pieces around him, the Cardinals are going to be the first team in Arizona to win the championship because of Kyler Murray. We should be able to have, well, first off, A-plus timing. We should also be able to have, like, one rebuttal response before you get to decide, <laughs> I feel like. I have so much to say to that. Or should you well, after we figure out who the winner is? All right, just yeah. decide. Go ahead. Listen, so I hinted at this before the show. Um, if, you, if you're asking me the question, neither of those teams. You're I think crazy. the next team, I think if we're focusing just, I mean, I think if we're focusing on any team in the, the in the state. Not ASU probably, men's golf or whatever. No, okay? no, it's probably no. ASU, probably a, uh, Arizona men's basketball. I feel like they might be the closest. That program is amazing. I'm a Sun Devil, though, so I'm not going to say that. Um, I think it's the Arizona Coyotes. And I know that sounds a little God, ridiculous. I, listen, I know that sounds a little ridiculous. But I think when you look at hockey, it has the most parity of any sport. You see teams kind of emerge out of nowhere. The Rangers, the Rangers came out of nowhere this year and are now one of the best teams in hockey um, in the Eastern Conference Finals. The year before that, the Montreal Canadiens got there and now they became the worst team in hockey. Like things can change like that. I have a lot of faith in their general manager, Bill Armstrong, to draft well, set up a good team, and get them there in the next four, five, six years. Aside, second best team, the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think that their youth is really good. They're getting closer. They're getting better. They're playing. I think they're ahead of schedule a little bit. That's beside the point. I have to choose between the Arizona Cardinals and the Phoenix Suns. Look, I think I want to say the Phoenix Suns because they were so close. But there's so many questions surrounding what this team will look like next year. And they just haven't – I have questions about Devin Booker's ability. More so to, than the Cardinals? There's questions in, like, every no, area. I, I'm getting there. I'm getting I'm getting there. <laughs> I have questions about Devin Booker's ability to 
elevate and be that guy, kind of like Jason Tatum has been for the Celtics, for example. They get compared a lot because of their relationship with Kobe, all of that. There's just a lot of questions. On the other side, Mac makes a great point. You need a quarterback. I have questions about whether or not Kyler can be that quarterback, but he is a very dynamic quarterback, and I think you kind of saw with the Rams this year that like, if you put pieces around a, a solid quarterback, they can get there. Um, plus, if I'm being honest, I kind of just want to make the last round a little interesting, so I'm going to give this point to Mac. <laughs> you should not feel good about that. That was a pity point, Mac. Okay, no, I feel great. I think I made a great point, and I will put money on it right now that the Cardinals will win a championship before the Suns do. Come at me. Come at me. Listen, but again, I think it's I think it's the Arizona Coyotes that do it first. They got the new arena. They got a good draft pick this year. Dylan Gunther has been tearing it up in the WHL. You're, the Coyotes, I love them, but they're not going to win a championship until like 2026. Like it's going to be a while. <laughs> Yeah, I but that might be the first time an Arizona team was a championship. Well, we're not going to suffer that much before. We'll that. see. We'll see. Um, all right. I'm not a book hater, though. To, to acknowledge Chris's comment, I'm not a book hater. I'm a book realist. I love Devin Booker. Um, I relate to him, but it's, that's neither here nor there. All right. But for the deciding round, we got one more, one more question. And to play off of our new partnership with Four Peaks, official beer sponsor of PHNX. It's a pretty simple question. If you had to choose one Valley sports icon, past or present, to be your beer pong partner, your drinking buddy, whatever you want it to be, who are you choosing? Again, since you won the last round, Mac, I'm going to have you go first, and your time starts right now. Oh. I just want to take a second yeah. while this is getting started that I was a beer pong champion in college. I won the beer Olympics. So that being said, I don't really need a lot of help. But because I get the pick a pickle litter, I'm going with the most clutch person who you need. You need a clutch player in beer pong to hit that last cup or to help you with redemption. Like clutchness is everything in beer pong. And there's no person more clutch in the Valley than CP3. I know I just talked a bunch of shit about him because he's old. But I feel like... <laughs> Lead targeting skills. He can drain a basket from like half court. He can shoot like nobody's business. And Hypocrite. he's so clutch. So clutch. So I'm going with CP3 as my beer pong partner. And I think that we would dominate because I'm really good at beer pong and I just need someone to be clutch. And I think CP3 can be that clutch person. He can shoot anything. It doesn't matter. We don't even have to re rack. We can leave it as it is and we would still win because CP3 is that clutch and he can shoot that good. And I won the beer pong championship in college and I will. Literally take that to my grave. Write that on my headstone. Michaela Perkins. Here lies Michaela Perkins, college champion, beer pong champion, whatever. It doesn't matter as long as it's on my headstone. And I'm taking CP3. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Hurry up and start my clock so I can go. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. You have time to spare. Um, cheers and your time starts right now. <laughs> All right, I think you're forgetting about the fact that he's not going to want to play with you because you just talked so much shit about him. And he's going to be like, my clutchness is not teaming up with your has-been college beer pong butt, okay? <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I'm going with less about clutch and more about experience. And nobody is more experienced at partying than Paul Bissonette. He's not an icon oh. necessarily as a player but he is now a valley icon for what he's done during his broadcasting career the guy's whole persona is about partying if you don't think he's played like hundreds more beer pong games than any of us on this show i think you're in denial uh he has his own alcohol brand and you know if i were to play a drinking game i again i'm gonna fall back on experience and I'm taking Paul Bissonette. The dude has definitely played his fair share of beer pong games all the way. Paul Bissonette. Wow. Okay. I mean, Mac, even before you, even before I heard Cheerstons, what you started talking about CP3, I, again, kind of a hypocrite. He, you talk about him being clutch. He just disappeared at the end of the playoffs. Um, except for game mean, seven. Literally, except, just throw game seven out of our minds. Okay. For- you could have put, literally any Arizona athlete on there though. And Paul Bissonnette's still going to be the winner. I mean, it's biz nasty. And how do you not choose Paul Bissonnette? I mean, it's, it's, 
He, it's, I don't even, there's no words for it. It's Paul Bissonnette. That's all you got to say. Um, plus, I feel like a hockey player is probably the right way to go. You know they love drinking. Sean, you gave me the idea because you said that there before, like before we, we were just bantering a little bit before we started the show. And I was like, man, like who is a partier? Because that's the, I knew that I was going to lean in that direction. Like I, experience was my biggest criteria. And Sean, you gave me the tip. You were like, I feel like there's certain like sports that are more conducive to partying. And I was like, hockey. And then immediately I was like, Paul Bissonnette. <laughs> well, CP3, CP3 is like a very health conscious kind of guy. He might not be interested in drinking the beer too much. Um, Biz Nasty, you know, he's going to, he could throw back a few. Um, so yeah, this point quite obviously goes to Cheerston. And Cheerston is today's winner. Boo! Ding, 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 ding. Bias. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite segment we've ever done on this show. That was, that was fantastic. That was fun. <laughs> oh, except I hate you for your coyotes take, Sean. You're never allowed to say that again. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I like someone mentioned in the comments. I let me pull up who it was. But you can get to the finals with a hot goalie. Um and I just think if you if they can figure out the goaltending situation, if Carol Vomelka keeps getting better, maybe if Ivan Prozvatov takes big steps down in the A, anything can happen. They could sign a, a good goalie. So, um, yeah, Mark Graves mentioned that. Um, so you never know. The NHL changes a lot year by year. Um, so. Well, thank you for your services, Sean. You did an excellent <laughs> job. Well, producer decides and you're stuck with us for the rest of eternity so i hope you like this because oh, <laughs> you can't. i love this, this new segment so much like i, I this is good yeah this one of my favorite like pastimes one of my favorite pastimes is judging people so this and is arguing, I built for this. and I'll arguing argue yeah so ball, like <laughs> yeah i i would i i'll argue just about anything so i i, I enjoyed this i appreciate you letting me be a part of it well, thank you for your time, Sean. Even of though course. you're this because you're our producer. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I yeah. am on. I am on cloud nine right now, not only because I won producer decides, but because I'm one beer in day drinking on a Friday, which is not something I do. Which is probably why I let the f word slip. Uh, so noted. Next time, four peaks might. Uh, <laughs> might uh, allow you to uh, be a little loose with your words. Um, but also because I started the day with athletic greens. I got a full night's sleep, started the day with athletic greens, and that really set the tone for my day. I've talked about um, how it's a big part of my daily routine and my health journey. And honestly, I used Four Peaks as like my post-workout, but I needed the carbs. <laughs> but my pre-workout uh, to start the day is always going to be uh, athletic greens. It supports better sleep quality, which is probably uh, it probably goes into why I've been getting such good sleep late, lately. Um, and I mean, it's pretty cost effective too, which also is up my alley. Uh, $3 a day is what it kind of comes out to, uh, which when it comes to investing in your health is uh, not a lot of money at all. Um, it's packed with vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens. Um, and again, like I need that to get my days going. And on Fridays, especially like I wake up like super pumped to head into the weekend, like get my athletic greens, get in a workout and like, I'm good to go. Um, so Fridays are always a good day to make sure that I get up and do that. I'm, I'm super, always super stoked to start my days off though with athletic greens. Um, they also have, um, a little offer for you, a little, um, offer. If you want to go ahead and, um, purchase their product, they're going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash TPSP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash TPSP to take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Woo. Love that. Love Athletic Greens. Um, I'm so happy about the show. This was so much fun. Thank you to everybody who tuned in. If you're in the comments watching along with us, you guys are the goats. We love you so much. This is like family. So make sure you're a part of this family. Over to gophnx.com and sign membership. You can get your first month for only 50 cents. Or if you sign up for an annual membership, you'll get 
a t-shirt from the PHNX Locker, and we have a ton of cool shirts. You also get a ton of great member perks, like access to our members-only Discord, which we are all in. You can talk to us in our Discord, whatever you want. We can talk about sports, life, literally whatever you want. Also, if you're in the members-only Discord, you get a heads up on when we're going to drop merch before everybody else. You get access to tickets to events before everybody else does. So make sure you sign up to be a member at gophns.com because we are family and we have such cool stuff coming and happening. This is just the beginning. So become a part of our family over at gophns.com. And thank you guys again for tuning in. You guys, this was so fun. I loved it. Um, And if you love the show, don't forget, it's every Friday at 1230. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Ring the bell so you don't miss it. If you're listening to this on a podcast, if you could leave us a five-star review, we would really, really appreciate it because that is what makes us money. And who doesn't love money? Um, Thank you again for watching, and we'll see you next Friday at 1230. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you guys.